0: What is
1: this shit? It's
0: a special Hello. episode for uh, Zach's birthday today, 24 years of age. Happy birthday, to Zach. No, don't edit it no, out. Expert. Welcome back, everyone. Episode, episode what now? You're losing track, seven, I think. Is it round seven? Yeah, round seven, episode seven. Let's get into it. So they come in from all parts of the ground now. Oh, there's a big punch up in center of ground. they they've come from
1: the bench as well. Here come the reinforcements. And punches are still being thrown. Hang uh, on a moment. It's dangerous
0: punch All It's also from the fourth. All right, Birthday Boy, how are you going?
1: Yeah, very good, thanks. Uh, it's a fine Wednesday morning. Round seven coming up. This is where I start to be well, by the way. First six rounds, I don't take it seriously. I don't even
0: touch sports bet. Now we start looking at it. The fun will start jing up.
1: Yeah, it's good to be here.
0: Good to see you as well. Back from I'm back from the Gold Coast, Zachary, and I was a good week of swimming. There was lots of uh, pretty good performances. i tell you what, the Olympics is going to be pretty red hot this year. Um, is there anyone you're looking out for? Olympics this year, uh, I don't really know anyone who's going uh, or know anyone who's competing there,
1: but... I've heard murmurs. There's a couple of chicks in the pool. Uh, the super suits are coming back this year. Am I
0: right? No, nah, no super suits, but super suited equivalent times from people. It's, it's getting pretty fast. The super suits went into 2009 and I think the world records are slowly starting to get beaten since then. But yeah, super exciting. I think a podcast closest to the Olympics will start going through some stuff. 2016, For sure. uh, fresh off our um, Jonathan Thurston, Clive Churchill, Corey first try scored score a double. Yeah. Um, won a fair bit of money on the 2016 Olympics with some swimming so we'll keep you posted for that anyway moving on from there any on report Zach we'll go straight into it
1: thinking about this it's not really an on report I'm also I'm just unsure whether it's socially acceptable people who chew gum before let's say 9am 8am 8am people chewing gum before 9am what are your thoughts on that
0: well it depends have they had breakfast or not because people have breakfast before 9am but yeah, I'm going to say breakfast um, and or breakfast, and breakfast. But is it time dependent say or meal dependent? Time dependent. Uh, well, I think, well, I'm in the wrong either way, but I think it's meal dependent because you can have breakfast at 7 a.m. and then be at work at 9 and be chewing gum.
1: But why are you chewing gum for?
0: Uh, three reasons taste nice, uh, keep you occupied. Um, and you might be a bit nibbly. Whenever I'm hungry and I don't really feel like eating, I'll have gum and then I'm not hungry anymore.
1: Well, then I also think people who chew gum, shut your mouth as well. I hate people who chew like, and it's really obvious chewing gum as well, even if you can't see it. Like you right now, I can see that you have gum in your mouth, but I can't see it without you blowing a bubble before this. So pretty good from you. Oh, you've taken it out. Now that's, it's, like, that's yeah, the difference. I think there's people they walk around like a little bit on their high horse, like look, I'm chewing gum kind of maybe in maybe a jealousy way, but I've never really got into gum. Go. So, uh, just decided to keep an eye out for, I'm not sure whether it's an on report, but it's just a, on, on question.
0: I do it for the jawline as well, just trying to chisel up the jaw muscles and uh, yeah. that will be the fourth and light shoe gum. Any others?
1: I'll edit that out, yeah. Um, no, that's, that's me, done. I've got three
0: uh, today. Firstly, the Gold Coast. It is putrid. It is probably like, and like, I can do scummy, like, like I'm not, yeah, not, like, not that I can't do rough and tough being from Southwest Sydney, but like That's it sweet. is terrible. Like get off the tram, like Southport, which is like a couple of suburbs up from Surface paradise. And it was like, it was so bad. And even surface itself is just so just like junkies and lads really I uh, sorry to any Gold Coast um, people from the podcast. but It is proper, not nice. Yeah. Right.
1: yeah fair enough. Yeah, I'll take that. I've never, I've never been personally. Have you never been on Gold Coast? No, I don't think I've been to a couple of states in Australia I haven't been to yet.
0: Ah, Queensland would yeah. be the state. Gold Coast would be the city, by the way.
1: Yeah, but like, to, that that sounds, to like that's how like that's dramatic it is. I've never been to I haven't been to Queensland.
0: Been, Are you serious? Have you never been to Queensland? Never been to Queensland? Why I, what's the point of going to Queensland for? It's kind of shit. You just said it's that shit. All uh, right, my second one. Uh still related to my trip. Uh is trains and opal cart and you know you can tap on with your phone now. Yeah. So this, this on reports multifaceted. So first one, when you tap on with your phone and you tap off, you can't see how much you've been charged for like a couple of days like it just takes a dollar out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I find that extremely annoying cuz I can't I don't know how you much you're really spending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And on top of that, the airport line. So you know when you catch a train it's probably going to like $3.50 to 5 bucks. Yeah. If you get on and off at the airport, it's like bang, $21 that's $20. It. Yeah. yeah. Like, what like that's just ridiculous. So I've spent like 40, 60 bucks. And then secondly, I've had to catch the train from Chatswood to Campbelltown, So that was like an hour and fifty minutes. And it cost me like twenty two dollars. Like, why is probably transport that expensive? It's like it's ridiculous. Uh, interesting. Did you end up having that meeting in Chatswood, by the way? Or did that not happen? Nah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Well done. Good man. That's a good I man. Didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. Um, and third one, I'm getting a little niche here generation Z, the way they use Instagram. So if you look up any kid, if you know any kid that has Instagram, they'll have like with their main account and they will have like, they'll have like 3000 followers, but like three photos and it's all serious. It's yeah. like, as if they're about to go number one, they're trying to pick their college, um, college of their dreams like it's just like really yeah. professional like they're freaking linked in. but then they'll have a private which is where they put all the scummy stuff and the stuff that they normal people put on instagram and just i don't like that if you go to like any kid like oh, there's a lot of good swimmers that are kids and their main instagram page is like their f- own fan page like this guy is like 15 years strand record holder has a link to a um like a article about him and it's just like every post is about like Self-promotion? Like, where's the fun? It's Instagram. Have fun. You're 15. I see.
1: I sense from you a little bit of bitterness here because I thought like this is the way of the future. This is how people are going to get those big gigs. Maybe a little bit of jealousy from your part because I know that you've got your own little Instagram things going on. Maybe not as successfully as you once expected. But uh, what do you mean? This is kids. That's what they do. It's also kind
0: of interesting so that you're like, like so w- involved w- w- in w- understanding what kids are doing as so. well. Yeah, mate. Maybe you should because if you want to be a teacher, you should know. Anyway, let's move on. Um, anytime short time scoring challenge on report, fun and weekly update. How did we go? Well, you killed me in the try scoring challenge. The fund. We copped a lot of
1: backlash last week from a lot of fans just with a lot of little complaints about the podcast. So uh, a minor on report to ourselves because we're always about like improvement. Um, but also on reports to the fans out there, like be patient with us. We're still learning how to... Podcast, and we we're, weren't sure of the direction of last week, and we've kind of fixed it up this week. And you'll notice a far more serious podcast this week. Uh, and then also fund, no good, uh, didn't place a bet, so it's actually not that bad. We didn't lose it.
0: And how'd your tips go?
1: Uh, I got five. Uh, I tell you, I was so close to changing and uh, going the eels and going to drag, yeah. not going to dragons.
0: Hansard, not reckon, go to the dragons. In hindsight, not going the dragons. In hindsight, the eels was actually a pretty easy tip. Yeah. Um, we'll just, everyone was so, comfortable to as well. it was, everyone was so quickly to ride off the eels. Um, yeah. But for no reason when they really, they won five or six in a row. Yep. Yeah. So, anytime Trashfield Challenge was unfortunately two points for Zach, which was Ravalawa, and 11 and a half points for myself. So now the total points is 51 to Zach, 53 to myself. So that's, that's pretty it. good That's getting interesting. And tip six from eight for myself. Big, big, big manly tip, which like catapulted me to 900th rank on the ESPN app, our 350,000. I was pretty happy with that, but I think it's dropped off to 1,200 now. But in saying that, we're in a bit of form, so let's get into the games. Oh, yeah.
1: Before we get into them, uh, Josh and I have like a mixed little sub, little email super coach team where we just have a bit of fun, kind of go for like the we don't care thing. And uh, just quietly came 32nd in the round last week, came 420th this week, top 1000 rank. We've got a gun team. So that could be $50,000 if we win this straight to the fund, end the season. So you've got big things planned. But uh, keep an eye for that. We'll probably give you weekly updates.
0: Yeah, it's pretty nice. Zach's pretty much taking control of that. Well, he has taken control of that. It's doing really well. I think. um, Thank you. It makes up for his poor performance in his actual team. All right, game number one. Panthers versus Knights, we have $1.10 for the Panthers and $6.50 for the Knights, ins and outs.
1: Panthers got the same squad, but as we know last night, Paul Momoroski gone. The replacement yet to be selected, but I'm assuming Tyro May, maybe one of the other fellas at the back. For the Knights, Heimel Hunt out, replaced by Stafford Tor. Everything else remains the same.
0: It's hard to imagine an upset here, but you would have said that. We definitely said that last week against the Broncos and it nearly was an upset. I think that slight scare against the Broncos will mean that they sharpen up this week and make sure it doesn't happen again.
1: Yeah, I agree 100%. That's what I was thinking. They were either going to have a game where they just lose and it's like, oh, we're back to reality now, or they have a game which was kind of perfect for them. They still get the two points. They still get the win. Still play some decent footy, but... Good little reality check, especially against a team like the Broncos. Like, if it was against a better team, they'd probably go like, oh, we're sweet. Yeah. But I think the Broncos were far, far better. And I think if they had a better matchup this week and it wasn't the Eels, then I'd back them. But yeah, I think the Panthers, too good here. In the past four night games, night games against the Knights, they've won and covered the line. So the
0: line is 16 and a half, which is interesting. Warren. What do you think about that? Yeah, very interesting. I think I'm actually surprised by the odds and the line. Wait, so you say Panthers covered the line? Panthers covered the line the past four night games against the Knights. But has the line ever been 16 and a half? I don't I No, but that's, no, that's my facts. Because um, like, yeah, I'm very surprised by the odds. Like, Knights were very, um, we were, were competitive last week and Callum Pong is obviously in a bit of form now. He's back. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're not. Like, I think I'm going to go Knights plus 16 and a half. Sorry, so sorry to go against your stat. But yeah, I just think Knights are a little bit more improved and 16 and a half's a fair line. And if, Panthers maybe, if we read into last week, maybe they're just in a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a hole. Not like not that they're going to lose or anything, but just not like peak performance. I, we're kind of getting that like the shine of the new season's wearing off, and it's just bit into like the nitty gritty of the season now, getting a bit tired and um, the shine. Yeah, like I said, the shine's worn. Yeah, off.
1: I I agree with that big time. I think they're going to have to go into a normal wave of the season. You can't put forty on everyone every week and not concede any points. It's just not natural. Yep. So, I think I picked the line originally when I didn't look at it and I've gone 12 and a half. So, then seeing it at 16 and a half, I'll give Knights those four points. I'm going to take Knights at the line. Panthers is my tip, of course. It's a nice little one to start the round, actually. I haven't seen the Knights play on a Thursday night for a while. Mm. Try scorers is tricky. What do you think of you any time try scorer?
0: I'm going to go nice and easy in Charlie Staines. No, Paul Momorowski. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It makes a lot of sense. Hopefully. Uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to
1: go... go. Oh, I've got the whole left side written down on this involved yeah. uh, but I'm going to go Brian Tottle. I think he didn't score last week will score this week
0: yeah at Penrith the Panthers have won four of their past five matches against Newcastle all four wins have been decided by 18 points or more see the line 30 points in each of these matches Jeez. Knights are yeah. one of three teams to complete over 81% boring stat Nathan Cleary has scored five tries in six matches against Newcastle juicy Highest tally yeah. and best strike rate against any team. You want know reading that? And that means it doesn't happen this week. All right, game two, 100%. Titans versus the Rabbitohs. This will be at c I assume. And the odds are $2.75 for the Titans and $1.44 for the Latrellus Bunnies. Latrellis. Tino gone two weeks. Mo Fodawaka
1: starts with Sam McIntyre on the bench and Anthony Dondon returns. Keon, Keon Matagi returns with Jacob Host gone from the side, which is pretty savage. He's gone from starting to not in the team after just mm. a decent bloke comes back. Wasn't even playing that well. Luttrell gone four weeks. As a, as a Bunnies fan and as an NRL fan, that's BS. He's replaced by Jackson Paulu and Stephen Masters also joins the side for Mansoor with Gagai moving to the wing.
0: Yep, so Gagai to the wing, Johnston a fullback. Rumors are that Cody Walker is training at yep. fullback. So that could be interesting. I guess Benji comes in at six, Cody Walker to one, and then AJ, um, not AJ, AJ, well, yeah, technically AJ. Yeah, AJ, yeah, AJ. Uh, back to the wing. That makes sense for me. Bringing Marshall, Cody Walker, he started at a fullback, didn't he, when he started with the Bunnies? Back in the day, yeah. And he hasn't been getting a lot of space and or ball in the past two weeks, so get him there, get him there. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll kind of be spicy. Tino-less, a Tino-less Titans, that's interesting. Not that he's done a terrible lot. No, it's been stinky, I reckon. But yeah, like let, yeah, let's not spend too much time on this. It's hard to imagine it's not bunnies. I think some of the Panthers, the Rabbitohs had a bit of a scare last week. Maybe just a bit of complacency against uh, a bottom team. So I think they'll bounce back this week. But I also do expect to bounce back from the Titans.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think last week typified the fact that we do not know the real Titans. They got smacked against a team that had one win by one point the week before, very lucky against an average Warriors who were average that week. Yeah. Bunnies, gutsy win. I reckon they'll be on a little higher now. It just seemed like everyone was up. The feelings are good. Cam Murray struck a little bit of form, even though it's been one game. I think Cody Walker at fullback will be nice. I think Bunnies, but I don't think by a lot, but I definitely think Bunnies.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing. The line's six and a half. Yeah, see, I, I don't think it's going to be anything less than that,
1: but I just don't think it's going to be like twenty plus. So I'm going to go bunnies at the line. Anytime try score
0: is an interesting one because you could. There's a lot of try scores on both teams. To be fair, yeah, I'm thinking bunnies by eight points. Mm-hmm. So I'll just take the line. The line of negative six and a half. Yeah, try score. I've gone gag eye for my second week in a row.
1: I've got gags as well, but if gags moves back to centers, then it's going to be Alex Johnson. No, 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 no. Oh, mine, sorry, mine's a shoot. Also last week uh-huh. He put his hand out I had him anytime time Try scorer score last week And that's usually what, That killed me Because like, he didn't get it And then the rest of my team Didn't think about
0: scoring He put his hand on the line Where it was like The obvious, obvious try That he scores every day of the week For the past, like 15 years Anyway All right, Game number three Parramatta versus Broncos uh, $1.16 versus $5 Jeez The odds are nuts this season Yeah
1: This is in Northern Territory By the way Pretty interesting So shout out to the boys up there uh, Dylan Brown back in with Will Smith moving to Interchange. Ryan Madison has been named in reserves this week, so none of that rigmarole with him coming in, out, in, out, and Isaiah Papali, playing like a beast. Broncos, Fireworth is back in, and Danny Levi has joined the club. I feel like that guy goes everywhere every time of the year. So interesting for Turpin. See what happens there, but I can imagine it's just 20 minutes off the bench.
0: Yeah, it's pretty interesting recruitment from the Broncos. You're going to bring in a guy that wasn't even wanted by a club that had no hooker yeah <laughs> <laughs> um anyway yeah pretty simple one these guys played in round one so not long ago and if you remember that eels were pretty um sideways the first first half but then much improved in the second half and smashed them. Out, yeah, yeah. although broncos are looking like they're on the up very 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 slowly so i'm going to go plus 13 and a half for the broncos and upper check to score
1: yeah, I like it. I think if it was a bank west, I would have been all over the of the line. But Northern Territory, different little vibes up there. Dodgy little changes, I've heard. So I think, yeah, it's hot. Probably a bit closer to the Broncos. I'm sure closer to the Broncos. Catch a little train across. They, their pack looked good last week. Mm. Their, they had a very it's good pack. Way. Their pack, if you compare it to everyone else in the league, it would have been a top five pack for sure. Like, if not top three, to be fair. Like, they look really good. It's just everything out the back that's a bit dodgy. Tony Stagg, soon to return, which could be pretty big for them if they want to go for like a little late-season swing. But uh, I think Broncos were good, but I have real good faith in the Eagles this year. I think I like what they're doing.
0: Yeah, and everyone was just, like I said, at the top of the podcast, everyone was so quick to ride off Parramatta um, just after one loss. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what, the NRL is way more interesting when the Broncos suck. I just enjoy the sport a lot more when... when, when for sport sure. Sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Who, wait, sorry, who Jeff is the try scorer? Uh, Reid Marty. All right, cool. Game four, Sharks with the Bulldogs. Let's just get this over and done with. Bulldogs are hopeless. Let's talk about for a sec. Well, sorry, the odds $1.12 and $6. The head high from Jack Hetherington. So it seems like I didn't actually watch much footy uh, this weekend, but it seems like there was like three similar cases. And then obviously yeah. the big talking point talk was a send off. Like I'm perfectly fine with it being a send off, but has yeah, to be it really consistent. Is. Has yeah. to be not media influenced. Like oh we haven't had a send off in ages. Oh wow, there's a freaking send off this week. Of course there is. Like and I think I like the model of rugby union. And we've talked about this before. Like you send offs and sin bins more freely. Like, just bang go, bang go. Any contact with the head go. Like it just it needs to be that simple. It doesn't need to be so subjective.
1: I think the problem with that is that in union, an extra man, yes, it's important. Yes, has a factor, especially scrums. But the extra man is not as detrimental as it is in NRL because of the spacing. Like everyone's so close together in union, and there's no like you, there's no go back ten meters and then pick out where you're gonna go. It's kind of just push, 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 and eventually it's just a bit of fatigue at your score points. You won't see blowouts or games really hugely affected by ten minutes in the bin. Red card, very different story, but. It was like they came out this week and they were like, "Yeah, they were bad tackles, not bad shots." But like they were like, "Let's just talk about the judiciary. Let's make let's make the NRL look like a big dog this week and have like all these people Tuesday night in the judiciary. Long weeks as well. Like Thompson. Well, sorry, Hetherington five weeks.
0: Yeah, pretty bad shot. Like yeah, like all that. Like, Can't defend him, control but- that stuff. But he knows to control
1: that stuff. He's just a bit of. a –
0: He's seems funny. Like, he just, like, he does it. And then as soon as he does, he's like, ah, like why did I just do that? And like, Yeah. He looks like yeah. the biggest little, weird
1: little Aussie, like, sunscreen head. Like, in the playground, he would have dropped a kid on his head. And he's going, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so yeah. sorry. I
0: can't control myself. Like, I just, weird bloke. I go. Weird bloke. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, ins and outs. There's a fair bit going on for the Sharkies.
1: Yes. Sean Johnson named on the bench. Interesting to see what happens there. They've just signed Will Chambers as well. who's in the reserves. T, Otage. Teague Wilton, I've got to work that out. He moves back to the second row with Dugan back in. Aidan Tolman missed the week with a crusher. So like the first time I've heard, heard Aidan Tolman get a suspension for such being such a kid. <laughs> Dogs ins and outs, Luke Thompson and Napa start up front with Jack Hetherington gone. And three new faces: Brad Delts or Deltz, Ava Sumia Fage, and Matt Dory. So Matt Dorey is an arsenal name to pronounce there.
0: Yeah, it's quite nice. Dylan Harper's uh, approaching. How do you have a contract status? I think he's almost been yeah, the team. He's he's terrible, and I don't know who picks him up after the dogs because we definitely want to resign him. Anyway, what's the line here? Sixteen and a half. I will be on sixteen and a half for the for the Cronulla Sharks. And will Kennedy to score? Oh, Will Kennedy is a good one. I've gone middle
1: middle of the ranks. I've gone Braden Brayley or Ben or. Having you, Ellie. Having you, Ellie. I feel like he scored tries all, all last season, hasn't Yeah, done I was season. on him for a couple of times. Plonk him in there. Plonk him in there. Any? Um, I'm going to take dogs at the line. Really? I'm going to take that? dogs at the line. I think I don't think the Knights are that good, and the Knights beat the Sharks. I think the Sharks are still a little bit rattled. I don't think SJS is going to play, so it won't really affect it. I don't think he's going to be that good for a couple of weeks. Anyway, couple of new things going
0: on at the club. Dogs, man, dogs. Dogs 13 plus. No, dog's so poor. And also played better with yeah, 12, man. It's, it's like Kyle Flanagan, pull socks up. Playing? He's playing very, 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 very bad. Okay. Game number five. Cowboys versus Raiders. $3.40 and
1: $1.30. For the Cowboys, same side. No Lolo. For the Raiders, they copped it. Copped from Ricky. I wonder who those individuals were. They definitely know who they are. Hodgson gone with a little calf and eagle. So, Starling starts. So interesting to see what happens there. Pap and Tarpany drop. Pap to the bench. Tarpany gone completely with the Corey boys. Ho and and Horsberg named on the bench. And Seb Chris is in for Bailey
0: Simonson. Expecting a huge response from the Raiders. Like, I think that just that simply has to be. Oh, for sure. It, it's like it would be dangerous for the North Queensland Cowboys. I think it's. Corey, Corey Renard back is huge. He's been fantastic in reserve grade. I've been, like, reading up on it every week. There's, like, this page that yeah. does, like, standouts, and he's been scoring, like, doubles every week. Oh, yeah? Wow. And, like, North Queensland still have their issues. I know no one's really talking about it anymore because they've they won two games, but they've won two games against two teams that are lower than them on the ladder. And, yeah. like, they nearly lost. To a, like, if you took, like, the... I think Jack Hedenton went off in, like, the 50th minute. That last 30 minutes of the game, they lost. they lost... That last thirty minutes. Yeah. So. I can't, and also, dogs
1: denied a try as well. Yeah. A BS well.
0: So I think North Queensland are definitely in trouble for this game. And what's the line? Nine and a half. Like that's that should be. One, I feel like this should be nearly one of the highest of the rounds. Maybe not the highest, but like twelve at least, at the very least.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think Raiders at the line. Pick whoever you want to score. I think they're going to go ballistic. And if they don't go ballistic. Big problems, big yeah. problems, because that's two in a row. They got thirty put on them by the Panthers, thirty put them on, thirty put on them, and a field goal by the Eels. They have to win.
0: They have yep. to win. could be a huge blowout, I think. We shall see. All right, my highest try scorer is Hudson Young. Yeah, that's pretty nice. I've got uh, Josh Papali. Papali. Game number six, starting to, get to the tricky ones here: Tigers versus Manly fifty for the Manly Seagulls and $2.55 for the West Tigers at Bankwest.
1: Yeah, wow. It's so interesting to see $1.50. What a swing from like yeah. half like two weeks. Michael Camp starts in the centres with Kapoa out with an ACL. What a shame. For Manly,
0: same 17. Turbo is back, baby. All right, some stats before we get into it. West Tigers have won five of the past six matches against Manly, with three of these matches being decided by four points or less. <laughs> The Tigers start mm-hmm. the season 1-5 to five for just, I started like one win, five losses for just the second time since 2012. And if they go 1-6, and six, that'll be the first time in their history. David Offlumo scored 10 tries in 11 matches against Manly. This is the highest talent and the best strike rate against any team. That is convincing for any time try scoring challenge. What do you reckon is going to happen here? I can't see Manly doing what they did last week. But then all I'm like,
1: where the hell were the Titans? Like 36-0. Yeah. And like a walk in the park. Turbo looked ah, that good. Like, I, I was thinking about this, like who are my top like five players that I like to watch, like the ones that entertain me the most. And he's like definitely up there with a couple like – well, actually, we should talk about that next week. We'll pick like our starting five, for, like the best, like most entertaining to watch. Not the best players, but the most entertaining to watch. Tough tip, but I'm going to say Turbo. I'm probably looking through Turbo Tinted Glasses. He's my guy. So uh, Turbo and uh, Manly Seagulls.
0: When do the Tigers get to catch a break? So they've, they've lost North Queensland at home for the first time in like 21 years and they just like, simply shouldn't have lost that. And then they G up against the Bunnies, one of the best teams in the comp, if not the best, and yeah, they lose in such dramatic fashion.
1: Yeah, sure. That, cra- that was really crazy.
0: I was just talking about that. And now they have to play a turbocharged Manly Totally I don't know us. I don't know when like when do they catch a break? Like when do they lose the dogs? That's like they, yeah. they, they're gonna they're gonna win a big upset and it just I don't know when. Like maybe next week, St George. Um uh, and they need to start winning, like they've only won one game, yeah? yeah. Titans the week after. Maybe they can go on a little run. They got St George, Titans, Knights. And then Warriors. Maybe, like, it's not it's not looking too bad. Yeah, it's not
1: bad. That's nothing top eight there. Just had I still sh- think Manly, good for it this week.
0: Yeah, they just had a shocking run. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, it's hard not to go Manly. There's this little stat here about... uh where is it? West Tigers have won five of the past six matches against Manly. If you remember last year, it was, like, they came back from, like, 30 to 10 or something, and then, like, do we kick Yeah, them? stupid. Kicked it to win. But this year, they will be looking to avoid going one and six for the first time in their club history. That... I, do, you, do you read into that? Not at
1: all, to be fair. I reckon that I like they, they would just honestly be just going like week by week, we've got to win this game. But they've got to win this game big time because otherwise you're going to hear a lot of uproar from Bowman. But I still think Manly, they seem like one of those teams that they get one, they pinch two, they're going to win three in a row. Turbo back. I don't know how many times i said that in the past week, but it ridiculous. Also, anytime try a scorer, before you say yours, Schuster. Ha-ha, as well. Yeah, for sure. He's just going to run over the Dewey. Big time. Some stuff. Uh, uh, upset alert, interesting.
0: Yeah, that's for the next game. So, spoiler, spoiler alert for that one. But, yeah, I'm going to go Manly, negative six and a half. Uh, I think they're just going to go on a little run here uh, following Turbo being back and two wins on the trot. Game number seven, Roosters versus Dragons. Uh, Zach Lutu, I think it's an upset alert. Ins Ooh. and outs, Zach. It's, well, sorry, it's $1.46 to $2.70 to give you a bit of context. I think 270 is a nice value there for an Anzac Day game. I think it's going to be closer than i expect.
1: Ins and outs. Veryl's in. Brett Morris in for Ikevalu. JWH and Tucker Aho are good to go, but watch the late mail there. Laurie's back in.
0: And Norman just named, despite being a little bit sore from last week. A few key insights. This will be just the third Anzac Day match between these teams played away from Alliance. That's not a start. Oh, I know. I know. I know. The Roosters have won their past five games against the Dragons and have sustained a period of dominance since Trent Robson took over. Um, <laughs> these suck. Sad. Sorry for wasting your time. Um, yeah. I've said <laughs> alert. I think this was pre-TLT that I've run this and thinking that Takeahoe's not playing out I didn't know Veros was back. With those two out, I was pretty high on the Dragons. It's – I know they, I think, they they'll bounce back from losing last week and – Roosters are shambles. Like they didn't score a try last week, did they? Uh, they scored one in the 79th minute. Yeah, so it's it's like it's weird talking about the Roosters Very in this kind yeah. of way. I know, I know, hey. But they're, they're they're the walking wounded, and Anzac Day brings this game closer. It's like more of like a, a special event type thing. Ben Hunt could be back in number number twenty one yeah. jersey. Yeah, so another week of Josh Jackson. I oh know Josh Jackson. Josh McGuire settling in. Uh, I don't know. I, I'll see if, like, I'm like five from five or six from six leading into this, which I probably will be. Uh, I might, sure. I might go the upset here uh, just to just to try something different, which is the luxury you get when you're leading the league by a couple of points.
1: Yeah, you are tipping really well. You are tipping really well, and a lot of the people I'm seeing around around the streets of Sydney do say, "Wow, Simat is tipping really well." A bit sucks that he's running his own tipping comp, but yeah, I think um, I'm more than happy. To, to look at a little upset here for the Drag owners. I think the Drag could be good.
0: Yeah, 100%. Uh, who's your try scorer? Try scorer,
1: Joe Manu. I feel like he's an Anzac Day special.
0: I'm going Matt Dufty because I just have that memory of him like tearing through the roosters. You know, he like, run the whole field for that solo yeah, try. Yeah, yeah, but
1: He does it a lot. He actually does that a fair bit. He's actually, I feel like he's a little bit underrated.
0: Yeah, I think he is a bit underrated too. In the fact, but he yeah. whinges heaps. Remember yeah, he and, and also he, just
1: water head as well. He's got a rude head on
0: him. Yeah. Remember there is, there is, he's in the beginning of the season, he was like, oh, like with Paul McGregor, I just didn't know if I was going to be playing week in, week out. And like it was just yeah, really bad. Just play footy, mate. Like, yeah, shut up. Real. Like, play yeah. better and he won't have to um, be convinced to play every week. Yeah. And then this week, he's saying, oh, it's like really up in the air about my contract. Like, I just don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah, you probably should be resigned, but like, shut up. Okay. Game eight. Storm versus Warriors. I feel like this is pretty almost jokerable round this week. Anyone, if you guys know what a joker is, it's when in a chipping combat, every correct tip is worth two, by the way. So if it's an easy round, you joker it. But yeah, like it's, it's looking quite jokerable. When you look at this game, ten to $6.50 at Amy Park, like you have to go Storm, don't you? If you want to give ins and outs. You well, do.
1: Dude, just quietly, 40 for 40 sets last week The Warriors. Yeah. If put something up like that against a Storm... Without Pappenhausen, not bad. Hines uh, is also in and Finucan's named in the 17. What a transition that was. And Peter Hickey and Pompey gone
0: with Fusatua returning. Montoya and Murchie fill in the back line of the centres. Yeah, the completion rate's insane. And that means like they're not beating themselves, which is nice. And if you're watching a team, like hmm. you can't really get too upset if you just simply outplayed it. But it's, more, yeah. like, it's way more frustrating if you're just dropping the ball and whatnot. If, yeah, like the Bulldogs are. Yeah, it's like it's hard to see anything else in the Storm here, can't isn't it? Do you see Storm Premiership? No.
1: You don't? Okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I don't feel as high about them. we're yet to see Grant in full four. He's only played half games, half games. I'd love to see him get a start, but then also what happens now? Faroukins back here and Brandon Smith's still there. Is Brandon Smith's just gonna go back and sit on the bench? It's pretty hard on him because he's been decent.
0: Yeah, I guess he does. But Harry Grant is infinitely better than Brandon Smith. Oh yeah, he's been uh, in the little space. He's been really good. Yeah, he's he's been phenomenal. Yeah, like if uh, let's look at this week as a whole So we're going to go Storm here. Who do you want to score? By the way, Kafusi ends up day special again. Kafusi, um, yeah, all right. I'm going to go Munster because he hasn't scored in a while.
1: Yeah, that's a good shout.
0: Let's just go to sports bet here and look at the odds. Your neighbor's dog is barking. All right. So we've got all the favorites this week. $1.12, $1.45, $1.18, $1.15, $1.31, $1.54, $1.12. CK,
1: where's the ninety ninety games?
0: Yeah. It does look like a joker.
1: I picked this in round four. I was talking to a bloke uh, who actually a lot of people on the podcast know. He's, uh, He's gone. Yeah. Big time joker, round seven. Don't
0: tell anyone. But in saying that, if given last week's performance by the Bunny, if Titans win, I wouldn't be, there's no way you pick that.
1: Fucking dog me.
0: Yeah, a bit of dog in the background, but we'll, we'll push on because we're nearly done. Um, and then, yes, and George. And I guess Tigers having a really good record against Manly, but. They have turbo back, so you can't not tip them. Anyway, all right. So to summarize, Panthers, Bunnies, Para, yeah. Sharkies, Raiders, Manly, depending on this how this really our tipping's one. going. Roosters for now, but I will be inclined to change into Dragons and then Storm to finish out the week. Yeah, that does seem like a little bit like a joke, to be fair. Yeah, it really does. All right. Anyway, we are done. I think this is a quick one today, which is nice. Uh, mm, nice. Maybe not nice. I like to spend time on here. Uh, anyway, yeah. let's get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we shall see. Oh, password for this week. Yes. I was about to say, we
1: copped a lot of passwords last week. So it's yeah, good to see.
0: Yeah. Thank you, everyone. And all those fake listeners that maybe just listen for the on reports and then switch off, or maybe on report for people that just listen to the on reports that they've submitted and then they just turn it off just to use us for clout. Uh, sure. Yeah, what's the password for this week? Birthday, maybe birthday. Uh,
1: yeah, well you created that, I didn't create that, that's a bit sad, but yeah. yeah. Right.
0: No, nah, Zach messaged me, he's like, can you make the password birthday this week? <laughs> oh, shut
1: um, up. I'll, uh, I'll send you out a multi by the way, but last week's multi for the people that did message me, that got up, so well done to you guys, to spend that wisely, uh, this week
0: should be, very, what, good. What, do you th- what do you think? I feel you a little like, bit excited this week, like um, a group chat for everyone that just submits password. We were considering that, but
1: it was a lot of people to put in a group chat last week. But we will, if you send us the password and you say yes, group chat, we'll add you to a group chat so then you can get your plans, your outfit ready for the end of the year because there's going to be a monster of a one.
0: Yeah, 100%. All right, <laughs> birthday is password. Bye, Let us know if you want a group chat. Uh, see you later. Bye bye.
1: Ahoy on Report listeners, and if you made it to the end, well done. Apologies for the dog barking to make up for that. Matt Burden, Jackson Paulo, Dylan Brown, the $20 multi. Put five bucks on that. Enjoy. Have a good weekend. Take care. Bye.